0: all right welcome back to another episode of titanic minute your daily podcast where we discuss the movie titanic minute by minute i'm your co-host rob and joined as always, by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, today, we're going to talk about minute 14 of the movie Titanic. And just to be clear, this is a 97 release of Titanic. Um, in this minute, <laughs> in this minute, Lewis doesn't believe Rose. Um And I think we're going to have to dig into this, Joe. I know you have some opinions on Lewis. We got a lot
1: of Lewis talk for this minute.
0: (laughs) A lot of Lewis. This was the minute that uh, previous Heart of the Ocean Claire, and I believe you as well, Duff, claimed was the worst Lewis minute. Yeah. Um, But before we get there, uh, we see this uh, continue the shot from yesterday of the helicopter and like this is this we've sort of like talked a lot about the production of this movie and i think like this is a very minor example but still like how absurd it is we have a shot of the helicopter right but to get this shot of a helicopter you need to have another helicopter behind it that shoots this helicopter that then goes into a boat which is in the middle of the ocean so much so that you cannot see like, a horizon anywhere, which is, like, a thing James Cameron wanted to make sure that they would take the boat, like, two hours away from Halifax, that there wouldn't be any, you know, wouldn't be any coastline in the horizon, Um, and then when we see this helicopter, we don't see it land quite yet, but, like, the the Keldish, the ship that we're on here, doesn't actually have a space for it to land, so, like, there's another boat that the that it actually lands on, like it's just so yeah. to do this one shot, we're talking two boats, two helicopters.
2: Did he ever think about just pointing the camera east all the time? <laughs> I <don't
1: know. laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna bring that up. How they had to build a set or find a, no, not even a set, as like an aircraft carrier or something that had a helipad. Um,
0: yeah, I think they used a Coast Guard ship. They yeah, also had
1: to.
2: A- they also had to find. I don't know if you did. You guys know about the third boat? They had to also find one that had a divorce cord in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we also, in this minute, uh, most famously, we see Lewis in his infamous "Have a Nice Day" bullet hole T-shirt, tucked in <laughs> to jeans.
2: <laughs> and so
1: now, f- first of all. Not the it's not Watchmen, like it's close. But if it were Watchmen, that could vaguely be construed as cool. Like I'm not saying it would be cool, but it would be closer. Now this is just, again, I'm I'm convinced James Cameron like just stumbled into Spencer Gifts in 1996, and said, and you know looked around, be like, oh yeah, that that's the toughest, coolest shirt. (laughs) He, and
2: he went to a macy's and he's like where's your teen wear section <laughs>
1: if i were a rebellious youth <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here's my question i don't remember this do you remember seeing this shirt before this movie yeah No. okay oh before I this movie before this movie
1: like di- are you oh, saying people in real life wearing it yes. right did you ever yeah, like, I do s-
2: vividly remember seeing people wearing it a lot yeah
0: afterwards
1: uh I don't even remember seeing people wearing it after. I don't think I've seen this in real life.
0: I don't think I have either. Hmm. Joe, you work uh, with youths. Do they wear this shirt? Do youths no. wear this shirt? The the, the uh, cool teens are not wearing that shirt. What no. what about the uncool teens?
2: <laughs> uh, also not wearing it. But well, the Louis
1: the the cool. Bodine look is going to be in this year, so they better yeah. get on that. <laughs>
0: uh, he also makes that... Awful joke When he's mentioning Anastasia But he says anesthesia. Yes <sighs> Why Okay I have so many questions Why make this joke I don't get This eight. I don't think it's a funny joke uh, You mentioned uh, Before we
1: started You mentioned something about the script And I'm guessing Your question Rob Was going to be Is that in the script
0: Yeah Is this ad-libbed Is this Lewis it- Abernathy Being like I know what I'm going to do
1: <laughs> Yes Ugh. <sighs> and it it's it gets better uh lewis did that in it was either rehearsal or the table read and he improved that and james cameron loved it and he's like we're keeping that that's going in the movie
0: so okay so we don't so bad I, I think it's pretty unclear on what Lewis's role is on this, right? Like, I guess he's the VR he, computer geek.
1: He drives Snoop and uh, he, the other thing. What's the other one named?
0: Uh, dunk, Duncan. Duncan. Dunk,
2: uh, Snoop and Duncan. He's the, the robot guy. But he also sure seems to be the uh, researcher here and the background check guy. Because <laughs> he gets really offended that Brock won't uh, believe him that this isn't the woman.
1: Uh, did they have high-speed internet and connection to uh, databases that Lewis could use to look up Rose's
2: history? he Seems to be implying that he already did. Yeah, he did. But how did he do
0: it?
1: Yeah, though? so that's, the oh. that's that's what I'm asking. Like, uh, what what resources? What resources were available to Lewis?
0: Uh, well, I I the yeah, just. I just, well, just want to, real quick on this Anastasia thing. <laughs> I mean, he's not, a, he's not an idiot, right? I mean, this is like a smart, educated, intelligent man who's like, you know, has this position Hold of on. importance.
2: Uh, base, what are you basing that on?
0: I mean he's got he's like the he's like the right-hand man of Brock. He's on this research ship doing this Titanic expedition. He's he doing this to... like VR stuff. He did the computer the computer generated thing we're going to see in a little bit of the Titanic.
2: Okay, I want you to to look up the people who spend the most time working on computers and on the internet. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and I know that you guys both do. My ears are burning. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is I what mean, we like, do, Being Joe. really
2: good at working with technology is not necessarily a sign that you're really good at like <laughs> anything <Social> else. Skills. <laughs> yeah, anything else? Yeah. Uh, Look at that that idiot from Google who, for some reason, wouldn't go away for a long time. Uh, who wrote that memo? Yeah. And like the next, he spent the last few months just proving what an absolute utter buffoon he is.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, you're right. Just uh it does not necessarily mean he's smart by any means because he can uh drive the underwater robot. Um I I kind of view him as like one of the roughneck guys in Armageddon, like Bruce Willis's crew, where he's like he's really good at this one particular thing, but just kind of a, a failure at everything else.
0: <laughs> yeah. I- i i i think i mean that's fair and i think to answer your question that you asked earlier duff um i guess the question is do you think he had some sort of like like early internet connection was he on like a like a bbs somewhere or was he
1: uh arpanet or whatever it was yeah
0: or or is he like making phone calls
1: yeah, I guess he could be making phone calls. Does he have an insider with a federal database or something?
0: i mean the you know I'm assuming they have a decent amount of connections to run this sort of expedition um, yeah the other i thing, mean I there, wanna... there
1: was there was internet i mean it's not like there wasn't anything, but it was like well,
0: probably not but, in the caldish uh,
1: yeah I, I, I maybe like there's a satellite relay or something I don't know
0: um we we also in this minute have Joe's favorite character, Bobby Buell, um <laughs> doing a lot of important things. My favorite is that as a helicopter in the middle of like the North Arctic is starting to land, like is coming into picture, he like tells them that they're you know, that they're here and he points to the helicopter <laughs> as if they wouldn't see or hear the helicopter. And then during this uh Aaron Sorkin walk and talk with uh (laughs) that's so bad (laughs) with lewis and brock he just follows them around on his on his like radio saying i don't even know what he's telling them they know where the they know where to land i mean there's there's a ship with a landing platform i think they'll i think they'll figure it out and also
1: it's not it's not like a lot really happens on this vessel that's out of the ordinary it's a bunch of russian scientists like and then brock and his crew you'd think that they're like oh hey there's a helicopter landing which doesn't happen a
0: lot <laughs> <laughs> also i'm assuming it's it's real it's real effects but like you could see the helicopter during the walk and talk like can you imagine if like lewis messed up his line or like bring the helicopter around well, again this, we have to redo it this is all adr uh they it was impossible to
1: record actual conversation and separate it from the sound Mm -hmm. of the helicopter, Uh, which again goes to the kind of lunacy of this all (laughs) of like James Cameron setting this whole. So in addition to, you know, two separate vessels or whatever, multiple (laughs) helicopters pushing an old lady into a helicopter, (laughs) you then have to, you then have to spend ADR with Mm -hmm. multiple people 100 to do, days
0: to, of ADR
1: to get something that could have was not necessary like you could have just been like how was your flight in
2: <laughs> yeah i i also think that this scene shows uh, what 13 year old james cameron thinks childbirth is like i i it think has- someone really told him that the doctor punches the pregnant <laughs> lady in the stomach and the baby pops out
0: yeah so we need to bring that up so so lewis points out some issues he has with Rose right he mentions that um you know Rose DeWitt Decatur died on the Titanic when she was 17 who supposedly is you know the woman who had the uh who had the heart of the ocean if she was alive she'd be over 100 years old and then looking into the life of this Rose that she was an actress in the 20s she was named Rose Dawson she married a guy named Calvert moved to Cedar Rapids punched out a couple of kids And the other thing I love that he says is he goes, Calvert's dead. And from what I've heard, Cedar Rapids is dead. (laughs) So I want
1: the phrase punched out a couple kids to re-enter the lexicon. Be like, you know, you you go to the high school reunion or something. It's like, hey, you punch out any kids? Like, uh, just two.
2: (laughs) Every time there's another royal baby, you're going to have to tweet a bunch about them uh, punching out another kid and just hope that one g- goes
0: viral. <laughs> I So my my favorite part about this walk and talk that I, I don't think should be unnoticed is clearly, you know, from the very beginning, Brock is trying to find things to do so that Lewis leaves him alone. You know, he starts playing around with like the Duncan Submersible. He starts walking along the deck. He's just trying to get away. At the last minute, he's like, I know what I can do to get rid of him. I'll try to shake Lewis. I'll climb these stairs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Lewis he throws, a hand, not- he, he throws a handful of Snickers minis the other direction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the key to losing Lewis is an incline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, as much as we make fun of Lewis, and I think we could talk about this more tomorrow, but here's my thing. Are we sure he's wrong? <laughs>
2: I, uh, at this point no. I so desperately want him to be right because <laughs> <laughs> he's so
0: funny. I I uh, think he I think he brings up very valid points. Like he had, there's no reason they should believe this woman.
1: So, now we have the question of is Rose an unreliable narrator?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, none of this happened. The whole thing on the ship is made up. There's oh, a,
1: I, it's a it's a usual suspects twist at the end.
0: I Kind of think it is made up. <laughs> I and I think we'll. I, I think there's some more evidence on our minute tomorrow, minute fifteen. There's a little more evidence, so I'll, I'll kind of hold off like going all in on this. But I do kind of think that Lewis brings up valid points, and there's a theory you could go with that this is made up from Rose's point of view. I,
2: can I? Can I give people something to think about overnight?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes, please. Joe. <laughs>
2: I I think that Rose or Rose in quotation marks just rewatched a night to remember on Turner classic movies and decided she wanted to play pretend.
1: <laughs> right?
0: I, I kind of think you're right.
1: What? Here's another wrinkle. What if what if Rose is an unreliable narrator but she's in the grips of dementia and she thinks she's telling the truth? <laughs>
0: oh man. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. I,
2: <laughs> this is absolutely true. And James Cameron has just been waiting for someone to figure it out.
0: Yeah, James uh, t- do,
1: Titanic minute at Twitter or Facebook.
0: <laughs> tell us we're right. Do Do either of you have anything else for minute fourteen? No, no. Um, I just want to give another shout out. Uh, I know Duff you mentioned our Twitter and Facebook, but also we have a newsletter. Sinking feeling. You can sign up for it at TitanicMinute.com. Poor Caroline, our archiver, has to has to listen to these and find like links and references to the insane things we talk about. Oh, is she yeah, f- is I, she, I, she better get to the
2: bottom of the the T-shirt thing. Yes, um, I did look this up, and the, those T-shirts were starting to come around in the '80s huh. before okay. Watchmen came out.
0: Also. Is this is this is his T-shirt a reaction to Forrest Gump? Because wasn't Have a Nice Day shirts like a part of Forrest Gump? Yeah. Doesn't he doesn't he invent yeah, them with his yeah, muddy yeah. face?
1: Maybe James <laughs> yeah. Cameron really hated Forrest Gump.
0: <laughs> he's like, I hate you, Robert Zemeckis. What <laughs> if <laughs> I, what
1: if we're really guessing all these things right and James Cameron? I, he's like, someone I, finally. How great would
0: a James
2: Ca- a James Cameron Robert Zemeckis feud? I I am in. I'm on board for that.
0: I'm all in. I'm I'm very much in. A- like if they took a movie and they cut it into fourths and then they like one did the first and third act, the other one did the second and fourth act and they just like <laughs> like they sort of like like one person do act one and the next would do act two and they just kept like mangling each other's ideas, I think it would be an incredible thing to to view.
1: Now I'm just wondering if there's like are there hidden burns on James Cameron from Mad Dog Tannin or something? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and what lies beneath uh, Zemeckis is uh, actually referencing Titanic with all the water imagery. All right, well,
1: <laughs> I like but you how know what, <laughs> what ro- lies in, beneath in reference. Robert Zemeckis' entire filmography. <laughs> uh, even when we knocked out uh, Forrest Gump and Back to the Future, you, co- you could have gone Castaway. Yeah, yeah, what
2: can someone? We should Photoshop um, Tom Hanks floating in the background of one of the Titanic shots. <laughs> Just he's on his little uh, raft.
1: Y- you could have gone Roger Wilson. Rabbit. Yep. <laughs> you could have gone Polar Express. You went for what lies beneath. <laughs> <laughs> that I was
0: going to be the, the theater. That was going to be the. I did too. That was going to be the original title of this movie. Um, Ro-
1: Rob oh, is that. <laughs> Rob is that guy when someone's like they mentions. They mentioned like Steven Spielberg and he's like, oh, you mean uh Steven Spielberg of 1941 fame?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amistad was awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amistad. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Should we be done? We're done. We're good? Yes. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow for Happy Hour Friday and minute 15 of Titanic.